Hey, glad you could make it. Welcome to Fantasy Dad Pods, where dad bods are glorified and dad jokes are encouraged. I'm JT, accompanied by Sean. Sean, how are we doing? Pretty good. Had a pretty constructive, seemed like a long week. How about you? Yeah, it was solid. Uh, extra long weekend with the holiday and enjoyed it. And um, I don't know, just like it was, it was a good, it was a good break and didn't really watch too much football, but um, lots of results go over and looking forward to the championship week, at least. Well, for those who are in the championship, I cannot speak from experience this, this year. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm in the championship for constellation brackets. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. But no, didn't didn't get to the championship. The wife year. did, which is uh, I heard about that today. So that was that was fun. Whoop. There you go. Hey, she didn't get last in the other league, so I told her it balances out. She's <laughs> she got eleventh in one league, and if she gets at least second, it'll be like neutral. <laughs> yeah, law of averages. Yeah, I, I I can't say I got neutral though. I, I was a solid negative <laughs> this year. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to our most recent follower on Twitter um, at Fantasy Dad Pods to our buddy Andrew Moritz. So hello, Andrew. Hello. Glad you could follow along. Um, pretty much retweet uh, dad jokes and hot takes for whatever fantasy sport is happening. Yeah. And, <laughs> and any, big boys doing the worm. Yeah, any any uh, tweeting that involves big fellas doing something, we're all about it. <laughs> but it's that time of year, the year's winding down and like kind of reflect what you learned, what you want to improve on. And I was talking, um, so four-year-old son's been learning spanish all year and uh he still can't say the word please which um i think is kind of poor for four poor for four wow that was a (laughs) spanish dad joke wow wow and i fit it in and i don't even have a four-year-old anymore he's five so yeah you you well you lied but then you also um (laughs) were able to get eyes rolling in multiple languages there you go there you go. As any good dad joke should, eyes should roll. Lo siento, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of injuries with the possible eye rolls, um, Cam Akers. We're so I think we're gonna really focus on most leagues ending this week rather than the following week. So when we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it like this is the championship week for most of it. So we're probably not gonna touch on a lot of pickups for two weeks we're going to be looking solely at week 17 probably so we're going to talk about that so in cam Akers' um uh news he's possible to play week 17 so for fantasy purposes that's i would say mostly a bad sign because henderson owners saw that or ross uh people who have rostered henderson have uh saw him land on the ir with mcl which i was one of those people who invested in in henderson this year um Cam coming back, people might think that helps, but with um, Sonny Michelle's pretty decent play the last couple of weeks, I uh, I think it only hurts Sonny Michelle, but doesn't really bump Cam Akers up into like a full, like you have to play this guy now. Uh, I think it unfortunately just muddies the water there and for both of them in playing time and how much they're actually going to play. The thing is like, if you knew, if you somehow had, a week matchup next week you would get some clarity with that but for most championships it's this week so unfortunately for those sony michelle 
people uh that just muddies the water for that yeah i agree i mean i do have michelle on on one team and not you feeling still, completely still play, okay. confident I, I, it's just the confidence i think i'm yeah. still gonna like it's just gonna be situational how my roster yeah. is but like i'm not I'm not as confident as I was the last two or three weeks. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll clarify and say so. like Sony Michelle in most situations is still easily an, an uh, a starter, but it just it does like lower his like is he like you know a top five RB this week versus you know it's just it lowers where his his ceiling is now, and I don't want to say too much because he might um, Kim Makers might not get a lot, but yeah, it's if for some reason you have three stacked running backs, maybe maybe Sony Michelle now kind of slides to the third rather than, you know, still is like a must start guy. True. Good point. Uh, Jimmy G. I'm sorry, Sean. I uh, got a thumb UCL in the thumb, a tear plus a fracture. That's no bueno. That yeah. That more Spanish. I, I, you're sticking with the theme there. Um, yes. Uh, although Trey Lance is interesting. Houston's defense running quarterback. Just going to throw that out there. If you, again, feel like you are down in a matchup and need a guy that could, can really pop, running quarterbacks can pop, and Houston is not good at playing football, so maybe worth the gamble. Yeah, I mean, we might we might see if the 49ers are like a system quarterback, much like Baltimore has been, because the last three weeks of Baltimore QBs have produced like top – seven type qb outings doesn't matter who yeah. the name on the back of the jersey just if you're <laughs> really does it. baltimore you're a system qb is what i'm seeing uh, yeah like you're you're putting up you're putting up fantasy points who knew josh johnson <laughs> i saw this stat jt sorry to get sidetracked he has played for 17 nfl teams 17 that's that's that's, that's a lot. That's I, hope, I hope he has the air miles. I hope he's been. How how, how old is this gentleman? Because I, I, I mean, for those I've been playing fantasy for for quite some time. I'm quite old in this community. He's my age. Um, so like as an like for those that like 34, 32, 34, 33 around that age. So that is he's still got some. He can get all thirty two. Is what I'm rooting for, really. What is what I want to know? He, you could, you could make it, Josh Johnson. Come to the Seahawks, Oakland, California. Wow. Here we go. Triple okay. J, um, Joshua Javon Johnson, Twitter handle and Instagram handle. Headache with the the last A actually being eight. Clever. Ooh, nice. I'm a fan. I like, I like that. I like that. Josh Johnson, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Never forget. Um, Austin Eckler. Activated from COVID, nothing really changes there. I think he's boom. Uh, with how the right backs looked last week for them, uh, Eckler is a welcome sight back. Obviously, start. Um, what do you do with the Lamar Jackson, JT? He's hopeful back. It's still ankle, so it's uh, like I can't imagine a lot of running is going to happen. No, he's a system QB. So if he's playing, whoever's playing quarterback for Baltimore. Sorry, Sean. I'm going to say it again. Whoever's playing quarterback for Baltimore, you plug and play. System QB. Auto start. I just, I just so nervous with like the ankle, though. You know what I mean? Like, like there is all the other quarterbacks have kind of been a little bit of running, and like, 
I guess Josh Johnson didn't do a ton of running. He did run five times, but like, yeah. Like at this point, are they going to? Still Lamar. They have, it's still Lamar. Do they still have playoff hopes? I mean, are they going to force him back? Yeah, they, they do have play. Yeah, yeah, they're playing for the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's probably going to be Lamar if, if they can get him back, but it's just like uh, no true updates worth like like tangible yeah. – like things to hold on to, so you're just really hoping at this so point. The answer to my question is no. For you, the ankle doesn't hold hold you back in, in any apprehensions. Okay, I still no. I unless I too. see like, I don't know. You just gotta you gotta roll with it. I I, I think unless the weather's weird, I don't think they would start him. You know, yeah, it's just it, like it's Monday. It's really tough to say, but I would lean just you you take the talent over. You know, it'd be, and it'd be one thing if it was a quarterback of like, you know, Russell or Mahomes who can run, but like isn't their main thing. And they're like, oh, their ankle hurts. They'll play, even though they can, probably can't run at all. But they're like, you know, I could do other things. Lamar, I could, he can do other things, but like his, he is so much more dependent on running than those guys that I think if he wasn't able to run, I don't think they'd throw him out there. So True. I think that's, I think that's, you're probably correct in that. Um, Dalvin Cook hopes to come back for Sunday Night Football next week. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this guy, this guy has been such I own Dalvin or roster Dalvin Cook in a couple of weeks. The, the, he came back from that shoulder injury, and I was like, dude, what is he doing? This is gonna be terrible, and absolutely killed it. And, and then and then was out again with COVID. And I'm like, I don't you have no idea what Dalvin Cook's going to do this it, week to week. It's been a, just a complete, it's like that infomercial, that guy juggling all those things and then falling on the car. Like I have no idea what to do with Dalvin Cook week in, week out because if he plays, like he could have a terrible week, but then like, you're like, oh, he's going to have a terrible week. Then he has a monster week. And you're like, I, I, and then Madison still looks good when he comes in. So like, I, I don't know. I honestly, I, I don't know what to do with Dalvin Cook. I will tell you, I guess after all that, and someone who has roster has has Dalvin Cook on his roster, I would start him if he's healthy. But let's, I'll just say that if he plays, if it's Sunday Night Football, which is kind of a bummer because you can't like pick up a backup if that's the case. But if news comes Sunday morning that it's looking like he'll play, he's a big enough impact guy that I still think you have to risk it and start him in in a fantasy playoffs situation because. You can't be the guy to go in and play a backup on championship Sunday, not play Dalvin Cook, and he goes off for 200 yards and two touchdowns, and you lose because you didn't play freaking Dalvin Cook. You can't, you can't, like JT said last week, go ride with the horses that got you there. You have to roll Dalvin Cook. Of recent memory, Dalvin Cook is the only running back I can think of coming off like an injury, whatever injury week, and the next week having 30 plus rushing attempts. He was like, a shoulder too. They're like, how is he going to take hit? How is he going to take hits? And I'm like, yeah, like I can't. Uh, for those that work in a medical field, my boss also has him in a league. We're talking about it. We, we between us, we've been in the operating rooms for like 30 plus years, and we're talking. We're like, I don't know, man. Shoulders, you know, it's crazy. And we're like, yeah, I don't think I could start him. He didn't start him. I had to because my running backs were so devastated, and he went off. And I'm like, that made no sense. Just as, as a, like a health thing. I'm like. Shoulders are a big deal, especially for running backs. And you're like, uh, okay, just went for like 30 points. Okay, uh, I guess trust Delvin Cook till he tells you not to, I guess. Right, hat tip to Zimmer. Like, thank you. I uh, appreciate that. And then with um, a shoulder injury, um, I will not want to be Delvin Cook's PT later on in his life. But 
in a weird similar Zimmer's vein, getting the most out of them. I was thinking about I saw a tweet today, Miles Sanders. This is ends his third year, he broke his hand. But do I don't even know what to make of him. And then I see Howard might be coming back with the stinger. So I mean, if you're leaning on Sanders, I, I'd look elsewhere. I don't think Howard's worth trying to start or Boston Scott. But it's just like at least you know what Cook is. Like, I would, I don't, going into next year, it just made me project forward. Like, I don't know what Miles Sanders is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just throwing it out yeah. there. We'll or worry Howard, about it. For that matter. <laughs> like, like, True. <laughs> I don't know who either of these are. Yeah. Um, Julio Jones placed on COVID list. Um, it doesn't say the vaccination status. So, um, possibility for this week is expected to miss sunday but it doesn't say officially so um, doesn't matter bench him you can you can drop him uh, i yeah like yeah. he's he was healthy he came back healthy and even previous he was healthy without aj brown still no 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 production so now with aj brown back healthy i think we use the term healthy i'm doing air quotes for you that can't true. see it yeah i don't Playable. think either of them that- yeah, I don't think either of them have ever really been healthy. Watching that that Thursday night or that was it Christmas game? Like Thursday Christmas? I, I can't remember what they played. I think they played on Thursday. AJ Brown was playing, but he didn't look healthy. He still had a monster week, but there was some where he like didn't really try to get any separation. He's like, I'm kind of limping and I'll just kind of use my body to catch this ball. And I'm like, okay, like you didn't really get any separation. Your hammy's still bothering you clearly. But like mm-hmm. I think they're just kind of patching it together this year between those two. I don't think either have been themselves so um mike evans is on covid list hunt is off covid list but it just says he's um he might not still be able to play oh ankle injury sorry got got confused there for for a second yeah um select edwards slayer week to week with a bruised shoulder again i would normally say avoid at all costs we've already seen dell and cook be an absolute monster with this. Um, I, my gut tells me they're not going to feed him a lot with Kansas City's position in the playoffs. Um, so I wouldn't, I, my guess, my hunch is they're not going to feed him a ton. So I would sit him. Yeah, I would sit him reading this again. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, um most of those Kansas City people should be kind of like Kelsey. Kelsey didn't make it into the game, but should be healthy if you're able to su- survive into championship week <laughs> without him. Now we can't say we're right all the time on this podcast, but uh, I just saw news of Marlon Mack placed on the, the list. I remember when two weeks for two weeks he was the hot pickup, and we told you on this podcast, do not rush to pick him up. Yeah, he did not get traded. So <laughs> so <laughs> just Thinking that uh, Adam Thielen, man, uh, I what do you do, JT? I'm just gonna pass it off. I have no idea. I uh, Delvin, the whole Minnesota Vikings clearly on this podcast have just thrown me for a loop all year. I have no idea what to do with the Minnesota Vikings players. Yeah, that guy on the Minnesota Vikings. Um, and then in this specific case, we're talking about Adam Thielen. <laughs> yeah. uh, just had to drop the lyric, but. Yeah, what, what? Uh, just a frustrating year, and just 
in terms of just rostering him and just like you almost kind of feel for him I mean he he reaggravates the ankle in the first half he even comes back but he barely barely plays got one more catch or so there um I, I don't know they could play it safe but don't they play the Packers which would be a big game but Packers locked up they, they do but like it's just Adam Thielen is that guy that you play regardless it's just it's just the playing and then getting hurt has been like constant over the year or and that's a that's a killer in a, in a fantasy matchup like doing well and then just like boom nothing so right right with your horses if if he's a guy and you really don't have a super confident guy to play i would say the line for me is like a tyler boyd if you have a boyd you probably play him over a Thielen because even with even with the other options they have he's still been putting up solid if nothing else numbers like because he's not going to be your one if you're running with a one you're not in the championship (laughs) but like you know i mean if he's like your three or your flex you're probably okay. Like I could see that. Like he's got about nine to 11 to 12 points depending on your scoring format a week, which is playable easily for wide receiver. But feelings like if that's your guy, you don't play him. But if it's below a Boyd, I, you might have to roll with a feeling just because that upside, I don't other guys in that realm are like Deshaun Jackson, who I'm not really confident in, you know, things like Lazard, I'm not confident in. So I'm, I have, feeling overall of those guys but below a Boyd that type of situation I agree and I'd probably just add on to that you're playing the guys who got you there Thielen didn't get you there last four weeks he's just been absent so if you are there and you do have Thielen I'm hoping it's like oh should I start him in my flex or not and that's a good position to be in I would ultimately watch the news on him see how how much he practices and the game is at green bay i'm just gonna notate that not really fond of that type of uh situation it's gonna be cold period you know i never know what if it's gonna be snowy or whatnot but it's, it's definitely gonna be cold so i probably would lead no into like like the julio vibe but uh i mean good luck I would I would just hope you have a better team around you for fantasy purposes to to rely on than him. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um speaking of relying on fantasy points, uh last week, uh Joseph Burrow. Have a week. Five hundred yards and four touchdowns. That'll do it. That'll, that'll be a solid 40 burger. Um, I was in a league and a guy had um, the backup in Baltimore and uh, his starter two was out starter. Then he had a backup of Baltimore. Both guys are out. He's like, I don't know. Burrow was available. Well, it worked out well for him. <laughs> so <laughs> drop 40 points from your third quarterback wow. of the week on your last available waiver wire pick. Yeah. Yeah, that was a must be as nice you, as it gets crazy at the end of the year. Um, I mean, yeah, because like you know, like you said, if you got two quarterbacks and you're not playing, you don't hold on to these guys, try to get it. So the person dropped Joe, uh, because they didn't need him, they're playing mm. for the playoffs. And again, like honestly, like his last couple of weeks hadn't been great, you know, 17 points, 18 points, 22 points, 12 points. Like 
he was had not been killing it by any means. And the guy's like, I just need a quarterback. <laughs> and so Burrow gets picked up and just goes goes off. So dang. Um looking at next week. Sorry, just had to talk about 500 yards was mind-blowing. Um all right, it comes down. Um man, all the I still, I still am intrigued with the, uh, um, oh, now I can't remember his name, uh, 49er backup, uh, Trey Lance situation. Mm-hmm. It's Houston. It's, you know, it's a running quarterback. I'm just saying, I, I you could see it easily like a, a Baltimore situation. You could see a 30 point week, a 28 point week from a guy you just pick up off waivers. If you don't have a better option out here. You probably do if you're in the championships, but if for some reason you're not, or you know, in the semifinals, Carson Wentz versus the Raiders, not feeling it. Um, I don't know. You see anybody else that pops off, JT? Um, no, I'm trying to look kind of lower percentage yeah. rostered, but yeah, Tua doesn't give me warm and fuzzies. Mac Jones might be solid because otherwise i'm like baker no what scares me about that game though jt is kind of like the other games where is it going to be a blowout so fast that mac jones doesn't have to do anything that's true that's what kind of scares me there whereas i can see trey lance getting some rushes and you know that's where they get their lead is from him running the football and maybe like a because they even week one brought him in on the goal line to do a couple running read option plays so they were, weren't shy doing it week one of the season. So I don't see why, you know, now after 17 more weeks of playbook study, they're not still going to have those plays in the playbook. So I see at least one rushing touchdown from him if he, if he plays this week. So, and they're tennis and uh, yeah, they're, I'm, I'm all about that move. Would you rather uh, roll with Trey Lance, like fresh, new, against houston or maybe justin fields coming back I knew you, I knew as soon as you're asking i was like he's gonna say justin fields against the giants <laughs> i was like i i was scrolling that looking at that i kind of passed over it because allegedly he was close to maybe starting at seattle man that would have been a nice damn you nick he Foles. Is, he is oh gosh he is so up and down <laughs> on the field and off the field <laughs> like like um gosh it's an ankle too ankle for running quarterbacks ankle for planting foot too i probably feel safer with, with fields if you if you made me come down to it i probably would be, feel better fields is rostered in 23 percent of leagues but those mm-hmm. are the two i'm looking at um for sure yeah those are the two or we just keep the string of uh jabroni's going off against seattle defense and uh jared goff <laughs> up next or zach wilson didn't he just have like a top six week last week um i mean he had 91 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown <laughs> but against tampa bay i feel that like they're just gonna be heaving it a bunch trying to just see whatever sticks I mean, that's I, he had not... 102 passing yards. And it, yeah. <laughs> it was against I mean, Jacksonville. I don't know. That team's going to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I think, I think he's, if Josh, 
uh, or Zach Wilson hasn't uh, got his rude awakening in the NFL, he's definitely going to get it on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ultimately, championship week, you shouldn't have a court quarterback, you know, controversy on your fantasy team. Um, and if you do, my apologies, peace be unto you. But yeah. um, it's really going to come down to wide receivers and running backs. It is one of those if if your opponent has a question mark, like you said, and you've got kind of a set roster spot. When we kind of talked about this, not doing this last week, but a quarterback is such a big position, and there's not a lot out there if people who don't have it. So it's going to be a Fields and a Trey Lance situation. And if you can just get one, to, so your opponent cannot get one. And sit them down if you got a set roster. Uh, it's worth a, that's worth a play as well. But yeah, it's those two. It's Fields and Lance, one A, one B, and then I I kind of agree. Goff is like a distance two. If you if you had to play, if you had to give me say pick three, those are the three. Sounds good. Let's move on to some wideouts. Um, I'm trying to keep it. Low rostered, maybe keep it under 70. I don't know. Just pick that number out of thin air. Yeah. Um, Man, Amon Ross St. Brown's at 69. Nice. That's, that's what I noticed too. Um, yeah. Even nicer is what would that be? 46 targets for the last four weeks. Doesn't right. matter. The quarterback last week, he still had 11. You got, yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be the guy to pick up, right? I mean, it shows like no matter who is court, like that's what you ultimately want to see is whatever the situation around this person is, the touches or whatever it is stays the same. And they they did. It did not, it did not affect them at all. So the offense, the team trusts him, not even necessarily the quarterback. So yeah, that's a that's a huge one right there. Um trying to see anybody else that's kind of rostered in lower leagues. Um MVS again went off for 18 last week <sighs> or two weeks ago. He didn't. Oh, he was, he was on the COVID list. Mm, that's right. I mean, Jacoby Myers is still there. I mean, we talked about the, you know, New England's playing Jacksonville, but they might get out to a lead and just run the ball. They are not. They're not uh, shy about just, you know, running it and, until the game is over. So he does get some looks. Um, obviously, he's not a, a touchdown world beater, as we've talked about before, one in his career. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, Mind blowing. I mean, he gets targets, and, I mean, he's more of a possession type, but it's there. It's more of like a wide receiver four i don't think you would really prefer him in a flex but it's it's the you know for a even a predicament i mean it's really going to be like dependent on what's what's out there who's getting dropped and churned i mean we just came off a huge um covid week so i mean some players might have you know fancy players might have been desperate enough to to drop some, some household names. So I, you know, be savvy and at least go through like percent, you know, rostered and, and, you know, just kind of search around You You never know. There might be some random name out there that, that falls to you that shouldn't be kind of like a burrow. Yeah. 
Um, I, I brought him up earlier, but Tyler Boyd only rostered in 68% of leagues. Um, hasn't been amazing this year, but 800 yards, uh, 63 catches, uh, two touchdowns. He disappeared pretty early in this in the year, but has come on really strong the last, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six weeks. He had one week where he had two catches. But other than that, he's had over eight, basically eight and a half points or more in every every week. Got nine and a half, 11, 18, 16. Has been pretty consistent with about six-ish, six and a half-ish. Probably a little less. Probably closer to six targets a game. Converting most of them. Um, he's pretty, he catches most of his targets. So that's that's pretty good. And he gets about, you know, um 70 ish yards it's about seven we're looking at seven to bit you know pending points it's, it's a pretty i would say it's a floor guy if you need a floor receiver like a guy you know he can get you about like eight points tyler boyd i feel like right now is is pretty much that guy and it i mean no one's been out for since he so he's their he's their third receiver but he's still just consistently six targets five catches 70 yards, maybe a touchdown. I mean, that'll that'll play championship week. So anybody, you just want your guys getting zeros. And I feel like if you need a third receiver or a flex option, if you're, you know, a Thielen situation, Tyler Boyd, 68% rostered. Obviously, um, uh, JT's guy from uh, Detroit, Drawn Blank, uh, St. Brown, obviously is probably the, the, of the two is the one you want to go with, but like both rostered sub 70. But I'd say, Tyler Boyd still should be top three like wide receiver waiver pickups if you're looking at it because those are consistent points that you're getting each week. They even mentioned Thielen. I'm noticing KJ Osborne has had three of four solid weeks. Um, I mean, we're looking at like 26 targets over the last four weeks. Really touchdown dependent, but he's he's turned it on when Thielen's been out. So Exactly. Really interesting. If you're you have Thielen rostered, and come Friday, it's it's bad news bears. Uh, KJ Osborne should be available out there. What did you say? What, what he was rostered in? I didn't hear that. I uh, got right here. It's thirty four percent. Okay. So that could be so, one, like because we talk about not waiting on Dalvin Cook because running backs, are, you know, Madison's probably rostered already, but Osborne's one where you can wait on Thielen a little bit and see if he plays or not or it's getting closer on Sunday night and pick up Osborne instead because he's not going to probably be a high waiver priority and yeah. then like just fill fill and fill and match there if you really need that that other position if you can't find anybody else that we're talking about yeah, and them having Sunday night game yeah. is is also very nice yeah added to that that whole equation yeah let's move on to some running backs yes Thing As here. always, uh, it's uh, you know, it's gonna definitely be league dependent. Yeah, what's out uh, there? I, man, I will say, I did, did downplay a lot of this. It it is, but uh, depending on what Cam Akers does look like, I wouldn't say put a waiver claim on him. But he is an interesting because it it is very. It's like the Sahara Desert here. Like, there's not a lot of, like, I'm scrolling here, and anybody who's anybody is rostered in the league um, who's projected to really do anything. So I would say he's worth, like, a, hey, I might need a guy. Um, 
maybe if you again if you have two weeks cam Akers might be is probably your best bet um i'm not even gonna how do you pronounce the the running back in jacksonville's name um dyer ungabale is is probably if you need a guy you need a guy waiver wire that's the guy he was the starter with Hyde even being there he had 17 touches 60 yards and a touchdown not looking great still that's not incredibly efficient but that touchdown that is still 14 points so I'm just saying like he is rostered in one percent of leagues I, I if you if you're putting put me in the fire and be like you got to pick up one running back that's the guy that's that's the guy this week he's going to be the starter in Jacksonville he's he he is the last kind of waiver wire starting guy you could probably get right now maybe Jordan Howard but again like JT was talking about Byron Scott we've talked about this for weeks like even when they were like having having starting running backs air quotes Byron Scott was still getting touches. These other all were getting touches. So there's never been, they're not like a one running back team ever. And Jalen Hurts always being that running guy and getting those goal line rushes himself really minimizes the running back value on those teams anyways. So I feel like Dyer is, is like the guy. Yeah. Otherwise, um, Rex Burkhead is coming off of a 22 <laughs> carry week. And we're talking desperation but i think i think they would just write him out i don't with the johnson situation he's being sidelined um i i think but but like see them i owned rex burke at one point he got like eight 18 touches for 40 yards it was a terrible game um they're terrible running the ball is the problem but like then like two weeks later he loses like most of his touches down to like eight and then he cuts shoots back up after that like i'm just like Houston is just like all over the board with this thing. Like, uh, about like a just, Derek Gore in Kansas City with your hesitation yeah. about, you know, uh, that was going to be my other one that I was going to bring up. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, he with obviously probably wait a little bit. I, if you don't have a waiver wire problem or you don't need anything, uh, I, I really like the fact that I think Gore might get some more playing time with Solaire being out. So he would be my, so how it would go is probably um, Dyer. And then, gosh, Gore 2A and Rex Burkhead 2B probably. I probably have it in that regard. But I I think Gore, and you're right, JT. Burkhead is like 16, 16 rushes the week before, 22 the next week. If, if you tell me, it basically comes down to this, why have, gore a little bit higher is because gore's is going to be he's going to be way more efficient with his touches the problem is i'm not guaranteed the touches that i'm guaranteed with burkhead but burkhead's not gonna do anything with him probably so if like gore gets about half the touches of burkhead he'll be more efficient and get more fancy points probably so i have him slightly higher i get it that makes sense um yeah, definitely league dependent. Oh, uh, could yeah. say Darrell Gore Williams two, is up there, 60%. We should say, yeah, Gore 2%, Burkhead 14%. Yeah. I mean, 60 has me thinking probably rostered, um, like yeah. Darrell Williams. Like, 
I don't know why he wouldn't be in your league, but obviously there's 40% of leagues out there that he's not. But um, I think if you're in a competitive league, you're not going to have that option available to you. So we're really trying to come up with some creative thinking there. The other big movers that I see are both, again, we've talked about it, both Philly running backs. If both Philly running backs are in the top six and movers this week, that bet screams terrible <laughs> for me, honestly, because no one has any idea what it's going to look like. So that's why, again, we're, we're nixing that running quarterback, splitting between two running backs as well. I, who's going to, who knows what the touches are going to look like. That is like, you're talking like, it's imagine if you have three tight ends that are all touch independent and you know, only one's going to get them. Like you're, you're running a huge gamble and the quarterback's probably going to get it. So <laughs> you're, you can't mm. really go to that well. So we steer clear of Philly running backs. You agree, JT? Yes. All right. Uh, speaking of tight ends, we have some tight ends. Uh, not, do not pick up Jimmy Graham as much as that hurt Seattle last week. Um, Jimmy Graham ending Seattle season. Probably the most fitting thing that's happened in a long time. Uh, I think I just laughed on the play. Like he's literally the most basketball looking play. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna shove this guy for him, hey. shiver, box out, grab the rebound, touch. It was the it was the most what Seattle should have done with Jimmy Graham play of all time. <laughs> and that's what made it even funnier. I was like, wow, that's what he should have been doing for three years. Okay, well, he just did it. And his twilight of his career. With that said, our JT's kind of boy, our kind of boy with his podcast. Cole commit still seven fancy points from a tight end without a touchdown. Uh, yeah, I had to start him with Kelsey. Yeah, still a pretty productive day in the snow. Like I was okay honestly, with it. Yeah. A snow game getting you seven points. I'll take that all day. Like from a tight end. Um, I started at my tight end, got me one point this week. So <laughs> I would have I would have been all over uh Cole. So uh I think against the Giants, he's got to be 33% rostered. I think he's got to be kind of one you're looking at right now if you need a tight end. Um, uh, yeah, I saw the Kyle Pitts. Um, Kyle Pitts, <laughs> people that they were like, oh, man, Hayden Hurst stole a touchdown from him. I'm like, if you've been rolling with Pitts all season, he really, what does he have, maybe one touchdown on the season? He exactly has one. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. he's got one on the scene. You've been living and dying by receptions, whatever, half PPR, whatever, and all his yards. So he got you a hundred yards. Like that's a great game. Like, like, especially for tight end, such touchdown independent, your six catches for 102 yards, like take it to the bank. <laughs> like <laughs> it's unfortunate about Hurst, but yeah. I mean, he's come back healthy and that's, that's what Atlanta is rolling with in terms of their, their um, personal groups. Yep. Um, I would say also another sneaky one is Gerald Everett, Seattle. Uh, they're, they've, they've shown a little bit more commitment the last three weeks to kind of get him the ball. Uh, 10 point game, eight point game, 15. So uh, I, I feel like they're kind of like seeing what works and what doesn't work. And I think, Gerald Everett is, is the guy on the rise. So two touchdowns in the last three weeks. So with, with at least 60 yards in the last two. So that's my other, uh, what I say rostered in 42% of leagues. Yeah. Those are, those are the two guys, <laughs> Cole Komet and Gerald Everett. If it, 
if you, those two are unavailable and anybody else above them is unavailable, um, just punt it. <laughs> just don't even start a tight end because <laughs> I don't know what to tell you at that point. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, Tyler, you might pick up a rando and they might fumble it and cost you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who else would be below that? Like Uzoma has always been like kind of somewhat that commit kind of consistency. He's getting just enough targets. and But even then, he's, he's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but he's 23% roster. I mean, Colt, I guess he is technically below them. But yeah, because I say it because I was looking at the league I was sorting at. He's owned or rostered in a league, so our, our league. So he wasn't even available guy to pick up. So yeah, he people have been on him for a while in these deeper leagues. So um, yeah, if you're lower than Zuma and Cole Komet and you're looking desperately for a tight end, just throw some darts at a dartboard and see what name it hits. Nick Vanette, I see is popping here a little bit. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Anytime you see his name. Um, let's go to kickers. Favorite part of the pod. Who's favorite the- part? Who's the best kicker last week? Let me see. Uh, suck up, Tampa Bay. Um, Eberly, Houston, 0% rostered. Would have got you 13 points, along with Fry in Kansas City. Um, looking at next week, uh, Badgley Forum Indy is kicking in a dome in Las Vegas. Mm. Um, not too shabby. Uh, Nick Folk, New England, rostered 68% of leagues. We already talked about how many points he gets in uh, playing Jacksonville. It's in his New England, but it is Jacksonville. So they balance out. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of, is there any other? I'm looking at weather-wise. Um, yeah, gold could be solid. I mean. It is in San Francisco, yeah. In yeah. San Francisco, but with like. Lance come in, the offense could sputter at times and got enough of a leg they, and they've gone to him enough where I feel like it could be solid result. It also, it also, it, it's, it, it is a little tricky with this because with a running quarterback tends to be, teams tend to be more aggressive on fourth down, but he is a backup quarterback. So teams tend to be less aggressive <laughs> with their backup. So I don't know which way that Shanahan's going to go with that. So it could be boom or bust with that situation too. Um, That'd be a good pregame question. Shanahan, what's your aggressiveness level at this moment? How much do you trust? Yeah, try Trey Lance to get you two, a fourth and two. How much do you trust him? <laughs> well, I need to know this, so this is what I need to know. Um, I, I guess I probably under 70% is is Nick Folk. Nick Folk at 68% rostered has to be like the guy right now. I'd say Badgley probably is number two, kicking in a dome. Yeah. Pretty good kicker too. So um yeah, up in here in the top, there's not a lot of dome games this week. Um, um the, the Chargers play in a dome and the Saints do. But Matt, oh no, Matt. Matt Prater, 66% rostered, playing in Dallas. Had a rough week last week, but um still i still trust him um has been a has been a solid kicker all year Um, and then shout out to our boy now evan mcpherson uh double digits the last three weeks each 
um that's that's pretty sweet for uh cincinnati's kicker there you go man um hype it up when you draft a kicker you gotta get it and we talked about him last <laughs> week 28 percent rostered he, they, they they've drafted a guy you draft a guy you gotta kick him and he's honestly he's been really efficient they talked about how he's been a very good kicker this year so um so he grades pretty well kicking wise so yeah i'm 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 okay with if he's not rostered in a league trusting him because again if a team trusts you enough to draft you they're trust you enough to kick a freaking field goal that that is not said about 98 percent of these other kickers on this team so um yeah so i'm okay with those those guys being uh the pickups and then here's the tricky one defenses i saw a team go to the finals this week a team who beat a team mm. that scored 300 less po- points than them this week this year beat a team because they picked up dallas cowboys defense last week <laughs> and got uh how much did they end up with how much did they end up with 24 24 oh they had way more than that at one point they, they must have been that garbage that garbage time thing yeah i was gonna say not as good as miami's defense tonight didn't they well, get 25 yeah. out of it i mean like uh, it's we'll gotta talk- be a perfect storm for you're that, not banking yeah, for- on that for that, um, I don't know if you saw us, JT. Um, they the Saints started their seventh string tackle at guard or our seventh string guard. Um, it it looked like they were playing as seventh stringers, but that way they had a rookie quarterback who's never taken a snap, and that as their O line. So um, like in his life or in the NFL, <laughs> he's a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. So um, maybe it kind of looked like that. He made some very 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 rookie mistakes. And the O-line didn't block anybody. So Miami, yeah, should have probably put up 25 points this week. Uh, it was a horrible, horrible. I only want, like, had it on the background as, you know, you're getting your kids ready for bed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. As the we we all know on the, the dad pod. Um, so it was on the background, just hear things. And I heard the stat. I had to stop give, giving my son a bath. I was like, seventh string guard? Like, that's pretty low <laughs> down a depth chart. I didn't chart. even know like, they calculated. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> after five what are we, how like, many strings are yeah i was like practice kind of squad, guitar like, are we playing practice, practice squad you're like your fourth how many <laughs> guards did you carry in your practice squad then you had to sign three other guys off the street you had to sign a guy off the street he got hurt then you signed another guy off the street he got hurt and you're like what are we doing <laughs> all right at what point do you start people in the stands the first row like you're kind of a biggish guy like get down here like we're getting pretty close. Um, so yeah, um, they open had to, tryouts. If you're 280 plus, just swing on let's, by. Let's, we're we're desperate. Get the cut of your jib. See what you look like in some spandex. Seriously, we gotta we gotta see what we what we got here. My uh, my coworker at my new job used to actually be an offensive lineman for the Saints. So I should have called him and been like, "Go, oh, gosh." Go. He probably already got a call. <laughs> yeah, he probably did. Yeah, at least have his number. Yeah. Um and he's definitely he's big enough still. That's my boy Ben. Um uh let's see here. Uh, defenses like Chicago's gotta be the guy you you're picking up. Uh 16% roster, but they're playing the Giants and they're playing Glennon, who I don't know if you saw JT lowest <laughs> average depth or average target uh average yards per attempt since. 2000 or 1998 for the New York Giants. That's when they, that's when NFL players used to run it a lot. <laughs> like, mm. too. Like, 
like when you have the lowest something and it's like in the nine, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but like how modern offenses have taken off, like it, that's, that's hard to do. They used to not throw it that much back then. And to have a game like that in 2021, yeah, they did not look good. So the Bears defense, if you need a defense, them's your guys. Cleveland defense at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, dumpster fire. 39, Cleveland, 39% rostered. Uh, what do you think about Indy's defense, JT? I that mean, is actually what I was clicked on right now. Um they have a ton of uh, the advanced metrics love them. They have a ton of talent on there. That always doesn't work when it comes to fantasy. So what do you think? They're at home. Um, they've kept low scoring the last two games out of the bye week. It is against Las Vegas. Las Vegas has not looked particularly well. I would feel okay about it. Um, yeah, only 55% rostered. Um, I'm with you. I, I like that. But my only qualm is just like they're I mean in order to generate true fantasy points for defenses I mean obviously putting aside touchdowns it's you got to get sacks you got to get you got to force you know fumble and they they did that pretty consistently not at a high high level I don't here let me scroll back real quick yeah they did they only had one game at four sacks everything else was lower that's I mean, they, they're more of a um, – probably more of like a zone coverage type, you know, just guessing from like – they're not putting up like fun team stats, but they're getting the job done. I mean, they're winning a lot of games this year. Um, against Las Vegas, I mean, you would probably just expect us the same, but to me that's like a low ceiling, somewhat medium high floor. I mean, you're you're hoping probably for – a high single digit number which really isn't isn't crazy but i mean i mean you just highlighted the juicier matchups i don't really think i would trust like a say like we're just talking about new orleans as a dumpster fire would you trust a carolina defense against new orleans or i would rather just go lean for indy if we're comparing the two yeah no i i think that was kind of my order was chicago's one just cut because they have some talent on there too. And it's just mm-hmm. such a dumpster fire on the other side and Cleveland, same thing. They're my two because have a bunch of talent and maybe haven't put it together, but it's such a dumpster fire on the other side. And then third is, is Indy. They, I think actually, actually they probably have the most talent of all three defenses. But again, like we talked about the talent versus like actually defensive fantasy points is a very different thing. Um, and they do have the hardest of the three matchups. I feel like those of the ones we're looking at or of the, of the under about 60 ish percentage. Those are the three that I like um, Chicago at 16, Cleveland at 39 and India, as you said, at 55, probably, probably in that order. Uh, nothing else seems to really be popping to me. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are my three in that order. Any, you agree with that or you have a, order a little different or you have somebody else snuck I'm in there good with that i mean like tennessee should be an okay matchup against Miami. i just look at them too seattle should be an okay matchup against detroit but like i don't have any like it 
obvious. It's it's and those are at uh, forty one and forty nine percent. One double digit week all year. That just yeah. like terrifies me. Like they just don't get a lot of turn. They don't pick off the ball. Like they don't cause turnovers. They just don't. And that's what like they're getting up. They're heating up with sacks a little bit. But I mean, even then, like, but it sacks ain't gonna get you a lot. Of, that's not mm-hmm. what's going to get you a lot of fantasy points. That'll just keep you from getting zero, basically. Because the other team's going to score some points. It's just, yeah, you got to get some turnovers. The Seattle just doesn't get turnovers. It is Jared Goff, though. Although Jared Goff beat them last year. Like, uh, what am I talking about? Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel, year, I feel like, maybe like throwing out Tennessee there as, as a one of the year in your ranking, those three, maybe like 3A. I, I, 3A. I definitely, though agree with both of your thought processes like Tennessee on is definitely my fourth probably because Miami to a Miami a lot of talent like Waddle you know Parker coming back have some running back guys like they have some talent on the offense because like they have some ta- it's just like it feels like they're very in flux on what they look like as an offense one week they're awesome like to a JT you talked about like a month ago like had three weeks where he's like 26 points and above or you know something like that and then like disappeared for a couple weeks and so it's just like what Tua kind of shows up like who he is because yeah like Tennessee's kind of like that boomer bust defense this week I feel like could be monster could be terrible um and Seattle yeah like Seattle has the talent they're playing the opponent just they haven't done it before and that's what scares me with them so I I would say you're probably right that's those probably one two three four five in that order but if you told me Seattle popped off I could totally see it against Detroit at home right. against Detroit too. Like I would not be surprised. But that yeah, those are of the under about 60% rostered, those are our our picks probably. Cool beans. Let's close it up here. Dad non non-dad bod player of the week, really. I mean, yeah. I'm going with Demarcus Lawrence. He had a swool six, I'm calling it. He had a pick for six, swool six. Cause the pick. Yeah. Got it. And brought it back but six three two sixty five it's very svelte we you know there's not a lot of thick sixes so we got you know 265 is definitely in the range of like big boys big toys he's heavyweight <laughs> so right all... i mean we got we're talking 215 plus is a get or sorry no what's in the ufc to uh 260 is heavyweights 260 so. excuse me like yeah, so 215 he barely he barely made it so i mean come on Come on, Demarcus Lawrence. <laughs> Maybe he needs to eat some more uh, Jersey Mike's that's opening up over here near Target very soon. Seriously, I drive my by almost every day. There. <laughs> your, your nephew so, is. Yeah, I was nice. like, I was like, right on. Nice. Um, so I'll, I'll more convenient. Uh, um, so I'll swing by there occasionally. Maybe can hook me up with a sweet discount. There you go. But did you hear about the other new restaurant open up? I did not called karma nothing no. about it well i guess there's no menu and you just get what you deserve yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bonus dad joke of the week damn closing out strong yep closing out the year strong oh yeah so yeah that'll, that'll do it good luck to everyone championship fantasy week and, and probably next week we're we're transitioning probably into some baseball yeah, let's do some dynasty, some dynasty type looking long term. 
since we don't know in the short term when baseball is going to figure themselves out. They get those young, baby-faced kids. Gods, too. I'm excited. Uh, seeing now, that, some this, whole last, this whole last 15 seconds made us sound really weird. Um, <laughs> they're all adults. That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We call them kids because they're like 19. And, yeah, uh, they have signed into legal <laughs> contracts. They are... Jake, you're making it worse. You're making it worse. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you listening. Take care. Be well. And until next time, see ya. See ya.